Hey guys, and welcome back to Culture Plus Kingdom and Entrepreneurship Podcast. I am your host, Tamara. Today, I have a special guest, Miss Tantris West. Actually, Miss Tantris is my cousin, so that's like a double bonus. And she is a fashion designer. Tantris is a 31 year old store manager for one of the nation's largest plus size retailers. There, she perfected the art of visual merchandising. She's the head designer of her own brand, Designed by Tan. She created this brand to give plus-size women the courage to stand out in a quote-unquote small-waist society. Tantris is a self-taught designer. In November of 2018, she she made her first official fashion designer debut. Tantris has been promoting self-confidence and self-love for over a decade. She has mentored young women all over to help them embrace their identity. Tantris has been asked to speak in Baltimore City Public Schools, encouraging the youth to love themselves in a world of hate. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, Tantris, how are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm just excited for you to be here and for us to finally, like, chop it up. Right. I feel you. I feel the same way. Long time coming. Right. Okay, so when did you first fall in love with fashion? Um, I want to say when I was about 13, maybe. That's when I, um, I could always, like, draw and sketch. But maybe when I was about 13, my sketches became a little bit more detailed. Then when I was about 17, that's when I really... I knew that I wanted to be a fashion designer. I used to always watch uh, Project Runway and be like, oh, I'm going to be on there one day. So at 17, I really, that's when it like clicked in my head. Like, that's what I want to do. And when I graduated from high school, I actually went to community college and my initial major was fashion design. So it just it started at a young age. And then I switched my majors from fashion design to business management. Oh, okay. So, kind of, you know, intertwined with each other. Right, right. And um, I also love Project Runway. Like, at first I was thinking, like, who still watches Project Runway? But I, <laughs> I love it. I haven't, I will say, I haven't watched the new episode. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of ashamed because I did post something, you know, stating um, the guy that's from Baltimore that's on there. But I just, yes. had, yeah, I just haven't had time to catch it. Have you been watching it since then? Um, I have. I well, I have to watch it on demand. But yes, it's still early in the season. I think this is just their fourth or fifth episode that just went past. But yes, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, so just tell us a little bit about your start so far. Okay, my fashion designing start. Yes, yes. Okay. So, well, I started out, I started to just make pieces for myself. Like, I would, like, revamp my clothes. Um, I would, like, maybe take a jacket and turn it into, like, a a vest. But I would, like, customize it. And I would just do that for myself. And about a couple of years ago, I had made myself, like, this skirt. It was, like, this patch denim skirt. And so many people, they always wanted it. They just always asked me, like, how long did it take for you to make it? Can you make me one? They were just so interested in my skirt. But I literally just made it for me. I'm like, well, I don't really make them for other people. One of my friends, she talked me into making her one. I ended up making her one. Then I did um, a fashion show where I styled children. 
and I made the kids one, like the little girls who were in the fashion show, I made them all the same type of skirt that I had. Mm-hmm. But for me, um, then I started to do jewelry. I went from clothes to jewelry. I had made this necklace that was it was like a statement piece because I really like statement pieces. Mm-hmm. It was like this denim fringe necklace that I had made and I was at work. And this lady just kept on asking me for the necklace and at that time I wasn't really making stuff to sell it was just making stuff for myself so she just kept on asking she kept calling the store I was like you know what let me make this lady a necklace so she can leave me alone the necklace and literally that was like my first quote-unquote paying customer and ever since then people have just been wanting like my unique pieces I guess you could say because I like to be different and I like um, statement pieces. And I will say that your brand is different. Your brand is a lot of, um, you do do a lot of like rework pieces, but I like yeah. that, you know, and you do like, well, I will say when in winter time, you did like a lot of fur. Yeah. I really, um, I like that too. Like, especially like, I don't want to give everything away cause you'll probably go into detail about that. But I do, I love some of the fur pieces that you, um, that you did. So, Thank you. I know that you recently did a show and um, how did that come about? Like who introduced you to the person? Like how did you actually get to be one of the designers in the show? Okay. Well, the show, it was actually for um, Powerhouse Plus Models. Mm -hmm. Um, I know the founder, her name is Aisha Williams. Um, I met her because she was running for Miss Morgan State University a couple of years ago. And like every week her mom and her would come into my store. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much how I met Aisha. And um, because I've been into like the fashion world for a long time, like she would do different um, shows and I would just be there, you know, for like moral support or whatever. And she, last year she started her modeling. Well, she didn't start it last year. She just had her first fashion show last year and she was asking for designers. And at first I had asked her, I was like, well, can I just do vending? And she was like, yeah, sure, that's fine. Then I was like, well, you know, I just wanted to be a helper at the fashion show. Like, if you need help with anything, I would just help. But then one day I was like, let me ask Aisha if I could just be a designer there. And I asked her and she said yes. And that's pretty much how that came about. Wow. So so do you think that it's like so important to build a team? You know, not, oh, I would say not even knowing that you really need a team because you really didn't know that you were going to do the show. It kind of like just happened because you supported her and, you know, you wanted to help out. But do you think that it's always important to try to build relationships with people, even if you don't know, like, hey, you might need them down the road? But when you're just thinking like, okay, this person might be valuable. So let me try to get their content information. Yes, I do think building relationships with people is definitely a plus. Going to like different networking events, you never know who you may meet and how they could benefit you in the long run or how you may benefit them in the long run. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think you definitely need a team. You definitely need people behind you who, you know, are supportive, who have your back, who, you know, they want the best for you because not everybody is quote-unquote supportive or has your back so finding like real people to help you Mm -hmm. that's a little hard but I definitely do think that networking is definitely key because like I said you never know who you may meet and believe it or not I'm actually like kind of a shy person so for me to get out there and network 
I've met so many different amazing people from models to other designers, just people in the fashion industry that I never would have thought that I would ever meet because I'm so shy. But, you know, sometimes you just got to take a leap of faith and just go out there and put yourself out there and network with other people. And that's that's what I try to do. Yeah, I definitely agree with that because I am a shy person too. I think, um, I don't know if I would call myself an introvert because I'm not really, I think I'm, I, I'm the type of person where so I have to feel your energy and I have to kind of like, you know, if we mesh well, because some people just don't mesh well, you know what I mean? So it's true. like, if I can feel your energy and I think, oh, you know, she might be a good person, then, then, you know, it'll work for me. But I can't just like try to click up with anybody. And speaking of right. clicking up, um, because I've always felt like this. So I want to ask you because we're both creatives. We're both in the fashion industry. Um, do you believe that Baltimore is clicky? I've always, you know, thought that Baltimore was clicky. It was the mean girls club. It was, oh, you can't sit with us type of mentality in a lot of different situations. It's, I think it's kind of hard to break into, um, you know, to break into uh, certain different rooms, I would say, because it's yeah. like if they don't know you or you don't know somebody, a lot of times they don't want to let the new girl in. That and, is true. Yeah, that is true. I do agree. It is like the Mean Girls Club in a sense. Mm-hmm. I do agree. And then, you know, sometimes people, they don't want you to succeed and they are like praying for your downfall. It's sad to say, but yeah, I do feel like that sometimes. Yeah, me too. And I thought, um, so how would you, because I, I definitely wanted to interview you because you always promote, um, natural and, and a healthy body image in a culture that's surrounded by surgically enhanced bodies, um, a culture that's saying, if you don't look a certain way, then, you know, you won't be accepted. And for, you know, a, a plus size woman to, you know, feel confident about herself and what she's wearing and, you know, still be trendy and uh, be fashion forward is very hard. So how would you tell a young woman, you know, that's dealing with that? Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, um, definitely. I love promoting like self-confidence, especially with like young girls um, with older women as well. But young girls, I think they definitely need to hear that for the simple fact that they look at celebrities and they try to mimic or emulate like what the celebrities are doing or how their bodies are or they feel like some type of way because they're quote-unquote hips or butt isn't as big as uh, their favorite celebrities or they want to have bigger breasts or they're just not comfortable with themselves I really I really 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 love helping young girls build their confidence I recently just did a, um, a mentorship about two weeks ago, I think it was about two Saturdays ago, where we, where myself and someone else, we spoke to young girls just about pretty much everything from bullying to loving yourself to self um, hate to dating. It's just so many different things like that these young girls are exposed to via social media that I just, I personally don't agree with. I don't agree that you should try to make yourself look like the next big celebrity because she has a bunch of likes and or followers, things of that nature. I feel like some girls, they get caught up with 
the quote unquote society's image and they feel less of themselves if that makes sense Mm -hmm. but I've never felt that way like growing up I've always been a chubby girl but I've always had positive women in my life to look up to for instance like my mom and my grandmother they were plus size but I never felt like ashamed or like it was wrong to be plus size I just always grew up confident And that's something that I try my hardest to spread amongst young girls, especially young girls, older women as well, too. But definitely young, young girls, because I really feel like they need it. And another thing, too, like when I'm at work, whenever I see a young girl, a teenager, I'm always giving them compliments because sometimes, you know, they may not get that at home. And a compliment can go a long way. Mm -hmm. I believe that a compliment can go a long way. A long way especially with young girls so I try my hardest to be positive when it comes to young women I try yeah I think you do a great job and um of course with the youth because they're the future and um we need to mold them to be better and I would say that because um it's different now you know with like social media and Instagram like I remember when I was a little bit younger you know I think it was like MySpace that we were on. Uh And, you know, it was, you know, we just take pictures and do stuff like that. But but now it's so, everything is so fake. And, you know, everything is so, you have to be this certain way. And I really think that women also suffer from, you know, if you don't get if you don't get the likes and um, mm-hmm. people don't follow you don't have like a ton of followers, you know, right. then, okay, you're not nothing, you know, um, it's like you're not if you're not popular you know it it, it brings it all back to the whole mean girl mentality and i think that's really good that you're trying to start with the youth because these young women are going to be women someday you know what i mean so it's like if we start now building them building them up letting them know um to spread positivity amongst themselves and each other then they can grow up to be you know positive motivational women that can help each other so i think that's awesome how do you so um do people reach out to you to speak or do you ever like just try to maybe um look for nonprofits or organizations where you can volunteer and um it's pretty much it goes back to networking um how i started was i was at work one day and this lady she was buying like a whole bunch of white pants in different sizes so I had asked her I was like why are you getting so many pairs of white pants in different sizes and she was telling me that she was getting them for the girls at her high school because it was farewell and they didn't have white bottoms and I was like oh okay so I had asked her if they had like a program where I could donate clothes because I'm always donating clothes or I'll have even if my friends or co-workers will like collectively you know put together clothes to donate So she gave me the contact information to um, one of the counselors at the school. And from there, that's how she and I have formed a partnership. And we've been working with each other for about two years now at the school. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we'll donate clothes. Um, We've done like a back to school drive. And of course, um, self-confidence, promoting young women with mentoring um, We have like mentoring sessions, things of that nature. So that's how that all came about. But um, I did. Well, I'm in the process of starting my own kind of mentoring 
program. It's a little bit harder than I thought. Where <laughs> it is about, I just want it to be for all teenage girls, and it's just about building up their self confidence. So that's my project. Hopefully, towards the end of the year or beginning of that of next year, I will have everything squared away with that. Oh wow, that's awesome! We need more of that. We need more. Um, um, you know, um, nonprofits, um, mentorship programs for young women because, yeah, it, it, it's not a lot. It's not a lot, and it's like it's so many positive women in the city that I know that I'm like, dang, like this person would be great for this, or I can ask this person to help me with that. It's so many different positive women in the city that sometimes are like kind of slept on. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think we do have a lot of positive people in Baltimore City. I definitely agree with that because um, I was, you know, I wanted to do something kind of like that too, like a conference type of thing. But I wanted right. to do it with a lot of like women that I know are movers and shakers that that you know right. that bring a lot to the table, but under the radar, you know, right. not as popular as so and so or so and so. exactly and then that shows like young girls too like you can grow up and you can be a successful black woman like i know excuse me i know females who are entrepreneurs who are engineers models Mm -hmm. photographers lawyers it's so many positive females that you know are in baltimore city that i think some of these young girls they need to see more positive black women not saying that they don't see see them at home but you know just seeing black women doing their thing and i agree i definitely agree with that and since you have a full-time job how do you balance working full-time and also working on your business (sighs) on my days off i definitely i am strictly focusing on my own business or when i get off of work or even i'll get up early in the morning um I'm actually doing a fashion show on Mother's Day. And today I was working on a piece. So I'm always, I, well, I find time for my own stuff. Right. I definitely find time. I can't give my job all my time and energy. I find time for my for my own brand as well. I squeeze it in. I just make it happen. Right. Late nights and early mornings, pretty much. So you do have, so you're working on that work and um, work-life balance, basically. Yes. Yeah. Because you still have to have a time to have a personal life, too. You know, between working on Design by Tan and working at your full-time job, you still have to have time for family, you know, fun and just, you know, hanging out. definitely. Yeah. So, you know how now it's like everyone's, quote-unquote, wants to be an entrepreneur, which is excellent, which which is, you know, a dream for a lot of people. But I think that a lot of times... um entrepreneurs bash people that still have a nine to five or bash people that don't want to become a full-time entrepreneur. You know, they may still want to have a nine to five and, you know, do their own business as like a side hustle. But now in this, um, what I've started to notice is a lot of people bashing people who, who don't want to do the full-time entrepreneur, take that full-time entrepreneurship leap. How do you feel about that? Do you want to um, ultimately become a full-time entrepreneur or are you satisfied with, you know, having a nine-to-five, moving up the corporate ladder, but still working on your business as well? Um, 
I'm pretty content with where I am working full time and still working on my own brand. However, if the opportunity really presented itself and I could go full 100% on my own brand, I would definitely, of course, take that opportunity. But it's also like my full time job helps fund my business that I'm working on. So it's like I kind of need it. But if I'm not going to say if when the opportunity presents itself, and I can definitely give my own brand 110% of my undivided attention. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm taking it. But, you know, girl, bills don't pay themselves, so I still got to work. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and I agree with you. I definitely agree because, you know, I've been there doing the full-time right. entrepreneurship thing. And, you know, it was definitely a journey, you know, and I had to go back and get another part-time job. And it's, right. it's hard, you know, because you it still have to be able to sustain your lifestyle. And that's what... A lot of people don't realize, you know, because you still have to invest into the business, but you still have to live right. as well. So it's like, you know, sometimes ends don't meet. So you got to do what you have to do. That is true. You know, that's very true. And all right. So who are you loving right now? What is Tantris crazy about? What am I crazy about? Oh, just like in general, yeah, just like in general, let's just have fun. Let's just. Get to know you. What are you loving right now? What are you hating? Like, just oh my god, what am I loving right now? (laughs) That's a good question because, um, oh, what am I loving right now? I'm loving being out on my own. Like, I've always lived at home until recently, but it is nothing like living on your own. Like, when people would say that, I would just be like, what? Like, I'm living at home forever until I get married (laughs) and I'm saving money. Like, y'all crazy. But no, it is nothing like living on your own. I should have did this 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. That's what I'm loving right now. Girl. I would say sometimes I wish I can go back home, but right, I would want to go back home just because you know I really had to pay bills back home. <laughs> right, but it's nothing like your freedom. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you're probably doing all the kickbacks now and everything. Girl, no. <laughs> I don't know. I think like my best friend probably been to my place like two times, maybe. Oh. Like nobody comes over because I'm always busy. Right. Yeah. See, that's the only thing. Y'all work more in that work-life balance we just talked about. Exactly. And I'm still trying to decorate the new place, too, so. Oh, you got to have a housewarming, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, just some fun things about you. So, what are you not really feeling? Like, what's, like, ticking you off? Like, you know what? I just can't. (sighs) There's so many. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... Right now, I'm all about, like, good vibes and positive energy. So I'm not with people who have drama, who have negative energy. I can't. Not right now. Like, I feel like I'm on a great path, and I don't need that negativity. So all negativity that tries to come my way, no, I'm blocking it. I can't do negativity right now. Right. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Like, 2019, we just getting rid of all of that bad energy exactly. taking only positive vibes motivation and love into 2020 like that's what exactly. we want right now i definitely agree with that so let's jump back into just some of the questions um so who are some of your favorite designers right now who are you like myself 
Oh, okay. I hear that. I, I, I like that. myself. Okay. I mean, not to sound like cocky or anything, but mm-hmm. like I just feel like I'm extremely creative and different. Okay. Like some of my pieces are not like you're not gonna really see them anywhere. So I'm just gonna have to say myself. I love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So why do you think we as a people, and I'm speaking of African Americans. Why do we value Italian designers or designers who don't look like us? This is a two-part question. Versus um Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So let's start over. <laughs> Why That's do you fine. think we as people value Italian designers over designers who look like us? Why do we put so much emphasis on buying into this image? When we have a designer like yourself, a designer that lives down the street, up the street, that's accessible to us, that we can go to and support, and they still make nice pieces, but because we know them, because they're accessible and we can reach out and touch them, we feel as though we don't have to pay as much as whatever they ask in us. You know, why do you feel like us as a culture, why do we do that? I think because I would have to say, like, our people, they just like the quote-unquote popular things in life. And so, of course, LV is more popular than Tantras. So, of course, people, I'm not going to say of course people, but some people, they just, I think it's like a popularity thing. Like, if they have on an Italian designer versus somebody who lives down the street from them, people may be like, where did you get that from? And then, oh, my homegirl made it, or this girl that I know, or this guy that I know, I feel like people don't want to quote unquote be clowned mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah. but if you're wearing like gucci it's like oh it's gucci i'm wearing fendi it's a a popular brand mm-hmm. and i feel like unfortunately i hate to say it but some of our people they prefer like the quote unquote popular things whereas mm-hmm. though like they'll buy like gucci but their light bill isn't paid right exactly. they'll buy fendi but they on a bus stop wearing all fendi mm-hmm I just feel like it, and also like priorities, like some people priorities just aren't right. Cause I'm sorry. I'm not buying Gucci and Fendi. I'm just, I'm not knocking anybody who does it, but I'd rather support our people, exactly. local people, or just like up and coming designers. Like if I see something that I like and I think it's hot, mm-hmm. I don't care if nobody knows who you are. I would rather buy it from you than buy it from a big name brand. But I just, I don't know. I think people have a problem with supporting their own. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes, definitely. And it's so sad. And I think we need more people like um, you and myself to always try to promote that. Because I would say that I've always been into fashion. People that know me know I've always been into fashion. So I've also had that mindset. And I've also, you know, used to joke with my friends. And I'll tell this story forever because it's just, you know, what it is but i used to always say girl when i get that bag i'm gonna buy a a chanel bag i'm gonna buy this i'm gonna buy you know Balenciaga. it's gonna be everything right right then once i started this entrepreneurship journey and started really realizing the struggle even though i'm Uh not a designer but because you know i have a boutique and i you know still sell fast fashion items and different things like that but I know how hard it is to put yourself out there and create your own brand and I know the work and labor it goes into it so I was like 
I've seen so many designers struggling, you know, and they are dope designers. And I'm talking about, you know, black designers that are really dope. And it's like they're struggling because we they don't have enough support, you know. And so I was like, I made a whole list of different designers that, you know, I'm going to support because I'm like, if I'm going to blow a bag on something, it's going to be on someone who looks like me or someone that I'm that I know I'm helping. Because when we when you support small business, you're helping to support a lifestyle and feed a family, you know, because these depend on that. You know, right. you and myself included. So I just kind of like changed my whole outlook because, I, you know, and I think by us getting older and also just realizing different things, we know what's important and what's, you know, what's not. So, you know, your values right. and views change a lot versus, when you're, you know, when you're young. So, yeah, I yeah. definitely agree. And I think we need more positive influences to try to change it. You know, it's not going to change overnight because it's way bigger than us, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I used to be like that, too. Like, yeah, I'm going to get this type of bag. But then once I started making my own stuff, I'm like, no, I can make my own purse. And it can be unique and nobody else will have it. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. I definitely feel you. I definitely agree. Okay, so say, you know, we have new designers starting out and they trying to figure out how can they market themselves in their business and their brand because for a lot of different businesses you are the brand you know you're like the walking billboard so what would you say to people that's just starting out their designer and they're trying to figure out how can i market myself what is the best way to do it is it through via social media um via trying to do vendor events or what I would have to say both definitely doing vending events because um, if it's different vendors there, that's a networking event as well. You never know who you may come across when vending, but definitely, definitely social media. Social media is like the wave for one. (laughs) It's free. You're promoting yourself for free. And I think people have to use like hashtags. That's Mm -hmm. something that I'm learning. Like if you hashtag everything with like 20 different hashtags that relates to that picture, that's another way that you can build your following. Mm -hmm. But definitely social media. It's free advertising. You can get, um, you can make a piece and have like one of your friends, you know, model it for you, post it on social media and hashtag it. I definitely would say social media is definitely the way I think I would have to say just in different um, things as well. Even with like um, musical artists, like a lot of, um, I think her, what's her name? Ella May. I believe. I think she was found on like Instagram. Yeah. A lot of different people, uh, super sent the crayon case. Like I've never heard of her (laughs) until Instagram. I know girl. She is like, she is really like a mogul. Like she is really like doing it. Exactly. And I started following her and I'm like, oh, she is like, yeah, she is doing it. But once again, social media, you definitely should take advantage of social media. And it's free. It is. It is. I I just think the whole follow game is like. I mean, the followers, like, it's it's a struggle for me. I'm not even going to lie. Like, yeah. like, when I can probably, you know, pay, like, a social media manager, I'm definitely going to do that. Because mm-hmm. I cannot, for the life of me, figure out, like, you know, so I, I'm always asking people, like, you know, how do you do it? Because it seems right. like it's so hard. And I do the hashtags. I took so many different classes. It's kind of just like a cat and mouse game, I would say. Right. With me, I'll speak on myself. Because I'll have, like, 
I'll post a picture or something. And then I'll have a ton of people follow me. And then uh-huh. <laughs> I noticed that they'll follow me just for me to follow them. And then they'll unfollow me. I'm right. like, Lord Jesus. And now that I have two social media platforms that I'm trying to both build up at the same time, uh-huh. it's definitely like a double struggle. But I'm not going right. to give up. I know this the social media is the way. It's just a struggle sometimes. I you know, I think. And also like um maybe partnering up with like fashion bloggers who have like yeah. tons of followers. Like sometimes you may have to send them a piece right. or like an item and they, you know, they'll model it and post it on their social media page and yeah. Yeah. There you go. You go to sleep with eleven hundred followers, you wake up with to 11,000. You right. never know. So, yeah. I think exactly. fashion bloggers, they definitely play a, um, a big role as well. Yeah, I think so. Too. I, I definitely agree with that. And so, you know, this podcast is basically about the culture we live in, the kingdom, which is, you know, God and entrepreneurship. So I wanted to balance the two, marry the two. So that being said, when time's getting tough and you have to figure out, you know, to keep going or what to do versus if it's in your business, in your personal life, how do you use your faith to stay focused through the storms? Good question. Um, definitely, I believe you have to stay prayed up. Mm-hmm. You definitely have to stay prayed up. If you have to read your Bible, read the Bible. Um, definitely the negative the negativity, you have to leave negative energy, negative people, negative situations alone. Like for me, if I'm going through a tough time, I'm definitely, I'm praying and I'm fasting. So I'm definitely, that I would just have to say, you have to keep your faith. Just You just have to keep praying. Mm-hmm. And you have to believe. You can't just pray and not believe. You have to believe yeah, right. that God will make a way when it feels like you're drowning. God will make a way. Like he didn't bring you this far just to leave you. Like he's going to make a way for you. Definitely. I definitely believe that. So you said fasting and that's interesting because I know um, that's something that I've been reading into. So when you fast, do you have to like read a lot of scriptures? Because I've read that it's very hard to keep the focus depending on your fast. I don't know if you if you do the Daniel fast, which is, you know, the fasting from food or if you just fast from other, you know, different things. But I know to keep focus, it says you have to read like a lot of Bible verses to Mm -hmm. make sure you continue. um, That. Yes. Well, when I fast, I'll do like a social media fast, maybe, even though I know I shouldn't because I'm trying to grow my business. But sometimes, you know, social media can be a little negative and you do need a break. So I will do like a social media fast um, where I may not be on Facebook or Instagram. I'll do like two weeks at a time. And I have done food fasting where I will go from like sunup to sundown. Right without eating but because i'm always at work i can't really read scriptures that much but i'm definitely praying i will be in the back with my head down and someone will come in back like what's wrong and i'm like oh nothing but in my head i'm like y'all just interrupted me i was praying (laughs) or i could be in a corner and that's i'll just constantly keep praying because i can't always stop and just you know read scripture so i'll definitely i'm definitely praying right i like that i like that definitely that that's that's um Good to know, and that's encouraging for someone like myself who wants to try to start um, right. fasting, but just so scared of. Um, or you know, just do baby steps. Like if you wanted to do a food fast, do it from like seven to twelve, 
or 7 to 2, like 7 a.m. to 2 p.m., something like that. Mm-hmm. Just like sometimes you got to start small. And did you do it every day or you did it like like once a, like, like once a week or you did it every day for like a certain amount of time? I Well, the social media thing, that was like for two weeks. But the food fast, I would do it five days out the week. I would mostly do it Monday through Friday. Okay. Yeah, I would do that. Which, it, it, it the first couple of days, you'd be like, oh, Lord, like, please give me strength. I'm hungry. But once again, you have to lean on God. <laughs> you got to believe. Absolutely. But, yeah. So definitely, I think that definitely helps as well. And I think also I wanted to give you this. I don't know if you know, but um, if you by you doing a social media fasting, you know, it's always tools that you can use to like schedule your um, your social media posts. So that way you don't really oh. have yeah, like you don't really have to be on social media. Like you can use I think it's um it's Buffer. Um, it's uh, Hootsuite is one. So Buffer Hootsuite. Um, I think Meat Egger. It's maybe like four or five different ones. Um, and I think Sweet is the free one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and you can just go in and then you can like set up your social media post for, let's say, maybe seven days. I think you can do it longer. I think you can do like a mm-hmm. whole month if you have whatever content, you know, you want to use. And it'll just automatically post for you. So you don't even have to get on social media, you know, if you really don't want to. You can really like, use that platform um, to help you. So, okay, I never knew that. So you learn something new every day. Yeah, so that's just a little tidbit. Right, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, so we're just gonna we're getting ready to wrap up now. Okay. But um I want to ask you this question. So I'm gonna have um first let's do this. What does the rest of twenty nineteen look for look like for design by tan? The rest of 2019, I looks. It, it's definitely positive. I'm definitely moving and shaking. I have some projects that I'm working on. Um, definitely, I'm just trying to stay motivated and in uh, motivating, motivated and encouraging. Um, I definitely have like some projects I don't really want to speak on too fast that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So the rest of 2019 is definitely I'm going up. Like my year started off great and I plan on ending it even better. Right. I plan on ending it on a higher level than it started. Because my year started off pretty good. Good. Absolutely. And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing everything that you have, um, you know, in store. Yes. And so for the last question, and then I'm going to ask you, you know, where we can follow you and everything. Um, okay. So the name of the podcast is Culture Plus Kingdom and Entrepreneurship. So I'm mm-hmm. going to give you three words, and I just want you to give me the first word, only one word that pops into your mind. Okay. Okay. So culture. I know you said one word, but... Well, just give me, just gonna, give me what you think of. It don't have to be one word. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I think of culture now. I think of like today's generation. Okay. They kind of lost. <laughs> All right, definitely kingdom. Oh, you heard that? Mm-hmm. I didn't know you heard that. <laughs> what was the um second word? I'm sorry. Kingdom. <laughs> God. Okay, and entrepreneurship. Hmm. It's a lot of different words, but entrepreneurship, I would have to say. 
success. Hmm. If I had to say one word, I'll say success. Okay. Because ultimately, that's what all entrepreneurs want. You want some type of success. Love it. Love it. And that question was just like, you know, jog your memory of what does those three words, you know, bring when you think about, you know, what do you first um, think of when you hear those three words? And I shouldn't have said one word because I know you can say a phrase. You would probably yeah. think of more things. So I'll work on that question as, I, as everything you know, falls you into fine. place. But yeah, so um, I just want to thank you for being a guest. Um, I think the interview went great. And just let everyone know where we can follow you. And if you have any upcoming projects, well, you kind of said it already, but if you have anything that you want, you know, the viewers to know or you can say it. Okay. Well, you can follow me on Instagram. My personal page is called Thick Girls Are Us. That is T-H-I-C-K-G-U-R-L-S-R-U-S. My design page on Instagram is Design by Tan. That is D E S I G N E D B Y underscore Tan T A N. You can also email me at Design by Tan at yahoo.com. And I also have another um, Instagram page which is all about plus size acceptance, like pretty much accepting your body and building confidence. Um, and that page is um, on Instagram is at fat, F-A-T underscore fab, F-A-B-A-N-D-T-H-I-C-K. So it's fat underscore fab and thick. And that's all about body acceptance. So I have three Instagram pages, my personal one, my design page and my um, confidence page. So those are my three Instagram. And you can also like me on um Facebook for my confidence page, which is fat, fat, fabulous, and thick. Okay. So you're making sure you get seen, baby. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of them. I, I have to track myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, um, Tantris, for joining the podcast. And um, I wish you nothing but blessings on top of blessings and everything that you touch prospers and just oh i wish you abundance everything Aww. you know thank you thank you for having me yes so guys once again thank you for tuning in to culture plus kingdom and entrepreneurship podcast you can follow us on ig at culture kingdom podcast also we're available on spotify google podcast apple podcast breaker and radio republic Thank you, and we'll talk again.